podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Fire for them, fire for them. If you're looking for that 35 bag umbrella and all damn thing there, keep it locked with this Unomics podcast. 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 What's going on, people? Of course, you're locked into the Dishonomic Podcast. This is episode 298. And I'm glad to have you back. If you're a regular listener, or res if you understand first time listeners, welcome. Make sure you subscribe, follow, like, do you know what I'm saying? If you're listening on a device on us on our podcasting app, make sure you give me a nice review. You could say all you honestly think, but I know you five stars, word to bird, man. You see what I'm saying? Anyway, this week's episode. Or this episode is a habit because usually I do weekly, but I'm trying to do it twice a week, so I need to get out of the habit. Anyway, this episode we are talking about the local elections, right? And the week before, if you could check out, I did an episode on the local election. So if you want background to why you should give a toss about the local election, that's episode two nine five. Episode two nine five. Right. Okay. Anyway, on May the fourth, a couple of days before the king's coronation, another, well, not probably not as life-changing and historic of an event, but we had the local elections, right? And the local elections are important because this focuses on the ground routes. Pardon me. Right, so you have your general election, which happens every four to five years, where you select your members of parliament, right? We have over 600 MPs, and then there's a first-past-the-post voting system, so whoever has the most votes, period, doesn't matter if it's 10%, they become the MP of said constituency and they sit in the Houses of Parliament, right? And obviously the party with the majority, who, whichever party claims a majority, they have a prime minister and they form a government. If you have a minority, you have to, do you know what I'm saying? You, is it your best interest to form a government somehow by maybe, for example, let's say Labour win election or election by minority, right? So that means that they have the most seats but they don't have enough to, let's say there's a vote and all everybody who everybody voted against them, they just won't be able to push things through the push things through parliament. So let's say Labour have a minority government. They might have to link up with SNP or the Liberal Democrats to form a full proper government. The local elections are different. This focuses on councils. So you've got councillors, yeah? And then we had about over 200 local councils up for grabs in England, about 8,000 seats, right? Do you want, I might as well give a bit of background background knowledge on this one. Since you, So, seats being defended in the local English elections. So, there was 3,363 seats of Conservatives up for grabs. 2,142 for Labour, 1,002 for Liberal Democrats, if you look at independents and others, just under 1,954. Green Party had 240. Residents Association had 112. UKIP had 25. Reform UK had four. Liberal Party two. Yorkshire Party two. This was after the 2019 local elections, right? And the local elections are important because you have different types of councils. You have a town or parish council, district council, county council, unitary authority. A town or parish... This is the smallest type of council is responsible for local issues like allotments and play areas, yeah? So if you care about your play areas for your kids or your nieces, your nephews, so on and so forth, 
that's a town or parish council issue. A district council issue is things I know will matter to you. Collections or bins, your local parks, local planning permission. These are things provided by a district council. County council, this is across the whole county. Road maintenance, so if you've got dodgy ass roads, schools, libraries, right? These, so these things matter. So the everyday issues which you probably take issue with and you probably blame Boris Johnson, Rishi Sunak, uh, Keir Starmer, some sickos will blame Jeremy Corbyn, Sadiq Khan and them. These are really issues that you can get in touch with your local councillor to sort out. So that's why it matters, right? That's why we should care. So what happened in the previous election? 20, May 2019. Bearing in mind the government have been in power for since 2010, well, the Tories. But I think at this time, Theresa May was in power, but she was losing grip because she was failing with Brexit. It was a difficult thing. And weeks after the local election, Boris Johnson took charge, who will eventually win the December 2019 general election by a whopping landslide, only to be ousted in 2022. Anyway, in May 2019, Labour had 32%. Yeah? Because services had 26. UKIP Brexit slash Reform Party had 19. Liberal Democrats, 8. Green Party, 4. This, they got shellacked. They, <laughs> the people beat the brakes off the Conservative government in the local elections. Now, well, then, after that election, Labour now ha held 44%. Conservatives, 29%. UKIP, Brexit, Reform Party, they got completely wiped, 6%. Liberal Democrats, a slight increase to 9 Greens, a decent increase to 6 right? The Conservatives lost over 1,300 seats. Interestingly... Labour also lost about 80 seats and people blame this on the whole anti-Semitic stuff going on with Jeremy Corbyn. So although Conservatives got battered, Labour didn't really benefit. Now, let's go to this year's one. So I've, I've set the table, right? So let me get my notes up again because a brother needs glasses. Um... Yeah, so now, May the 4th, 2023. And it, another reason why local elections are important, right, guys, is because it gives you, it checks the temperature of the British electorate and how they feel, feel about the government. And it could be, it's often a significant look at what could potentially happen at a nearby general election, right? So this was the first electoral test for the Conservative government under Rishi Sunak, who took over, what, autumn last year? Boy, oh boy. Hey, see, stay calm, yeah? The Conservatives got shellacked again. <laughs> the Conservatives, so let's go for the results. These are the English Council results. Labour won 2,675 seats, right? That's an increase of 536 compared to losing 82 last time. Massive, massive win for Keir Starmer and them. The Conservatives have 2,299. That's minus 1,058. So it's not as much of a big loss as last time, but still a significant loss. The Liberal Democrats, in my opinion, were probably the biggest winners pound for pound. 1,626 seats they won. That's plus four or five. So almost as much as Labour. The Independents, 874, so they actually lost 80. 
The Green Party, another big winner. 481 seats won. This is plus 241 from last time. And Residence Association won 88, which is minus 24. In terms of councils as a whole, the Conservatives lost 40 councils. It's not a good look, right? So if we look in terms of councils, so there's 230 councils declared, right? Labour, they won 71. That's plus 22. Conservatives, they won 33. That's down 48. Liberal Democrats, they won 29. That's up 12. Independents, up, they won two, up one. Residents, stay the same at two. Green Party, they had zero. Now, they've now an actual council is now being run by Green Party, which is fantastic. And then you've got 91, where there's no party majority, and that's up by 12, right? So where did Labour make these big gains? Naturally, in the southeast, the southeast is where, of course, London and the surrounding counties are more metropolitan area, more ethnically diverse, more university educated on average, higher income earners. And outside of higher income earners, the things, the factors I mentioned tend to push more to the, you know, that's the right side, you lot are watching. This should be the left side. <laughs> so, so, I don't know. I'm losing it but more left-leaning, more likely to be a Labour voter. So in London, London tends to be about 64% Labour voters. Councils, I mean, areas that have high density of ethnic minorities. I know black Africans tend to vote at 80% clip for Labour. Um, Caribbean tend to vote at 88% clip for Labour. Young people, 60 to 70% for Labour, so on and so forth, right? So naturally, South East, of course, was Labour, but they made big gains in the East Midlands, which is, I think East Midlands is like, is that not Nottingham and them man there? And Derby and Leicester. I know West Midlands is Birmingham because that's where I went. And obviously South East, as I said. The Tories' biggest loss was, of course, South East and East Midlands um, and, and East east of the UK period. The Liberal Democrats gained the most in South East, no shocker. But up North, there wasn't much change with Tories getting marginally a slight increase in the northeast. So up north, where the income is lower, where the ethnic diversity is lower, the Tories still did relatively well. Another interesting point. Another reason why the local elections are important is because you also vote for your mayor. And of course, I forgot to mention previously in the pods, not all local councils were up for election. I know my local council wasn't up for election. And obviously the London mayor wasn't up for election, Sadiq Khan won not too long ago. But there were four areas that had mayoral elections. Middlesbrough, Mansfield, Leicester and Bedford. Labour took three of the four. So Chris Cook won in Middlesbrough. Andy Browns won in Mansfield and Peter Soulsby won in Leicester. However, the Tories did win one, which was Tom Woodson in Bedford. So, Labour, of course, are going to be super happy. And Keir Starmer did... In fact, I'll get into what Keir Starmer said later. Um, Labour won control with Swindon, Plymouth, Medwin, Stoke and Trent. These are former Labour strongholds. So, where we saw Labour strongholds get absolutely shellacked and just... It raided relentlessly when Boris Johnson took over with his Brexit manifesto, really and truly, in 2019, December. Labour's trying to start to pull back, yeah? 
And the Liberal Democrats won five councils from the Conservatives, including Windsor and Maidenhead. Now, what does this say in the more wider landscape and what we see in trending forward as we should have a general election? No, we will have a general election next year, May 2024. Well, we start off with the incumbents, right? Rishi Sunak, Conservative Party leader, Prime Minister. Of course, he said these results are disappointing, but he did believe they made key progress in certain battlegrounds. <laughs> okay. What some people in the party are saying, especially educational minister, we knew realistically we're going to get flocked. Like, do you know what I'm saying? Incumbents always tend to lose these type of elections. And with what we've seen with the cost of living crisis, issues with the NHS, the voters were going to come out and take it out on the Tories, which they did. They also believe in fighting and lack of and lack of unity within the Conservative Party. We saw like the Jacob Rees Mod, Nadine Doris, Boris Johnson faction fighting the Rishi Sunak, Dominic Raab, Matt Hancock faction, and then you've got like the proper Brexiteers versus the not as there was a lot of do you know what I mean infighting with the Conservative Party, as is with the Labour Party, I don't enough. But many Tory MPs are also worried that they believe there was a lot of apathy where Tory voters weren't happy with what they're seeing, so they just didn't come out. You know what I'm saying? They just didn't come out and vote. Keir Starmer, on the other hand, was jubilant. He was saying, this shows next year, Yarka book it. Labour majority. And I've been thinking, so I've been having this discussions with my boy, Dr. Lee, shout out Dr. Lee. Um, long-time listener and long-time friend of the show. We've been having debates on this. And I can't lie, when Boris Johnson won by a record margin in December 2019, I was like, we're going to have the Tories in for at least another 10 years. There's no way any government can make up losing this badly in one term. It's impossible. Boris Johnson on Tories said impossible is nothing. Pandemic, flopping lockdown. Matt Hancock had a good three scandals. Boris had a good five scandals. Then you had bullying claims for Preeti Patel. You had the Rwanda thing. You had Rishi had a couple scandals. Dominic Raab had to resign. Then you had Boris having to get kicked out to bring in Liz Truss and Kwasi Kwarteng who failed in a historical manner, so bad that they had to get replaced within 38 days. I call it a conservative clown show. And they've been so clownish that they have given Labour an opportunity, although Keir Starmer isn't exactly pointing up any trees. Because of their sheer ineptitude and incompetency, I believe that, you know what? Labour can maybe win a minority, potentially a small majority, a minority. Now you're thinking, this you just named all these crazy things, surely it should be a minority. But my thing is the swing. And also, you've got to remember certain things. The more elderly Tory voters are likely to come out and vote again. Younger generation, less likely to vote. And also, I believe the country if you look at the values of British people, the culture, it's inherently conservative. Since what, Tony Blair won in 1997? 
1997 to, what, 2010, when David Cameron beat Gordon Brown, right, of Labour rule. Before that, there was like a, a five-year Labour rule in, what, the 1970s. It's been predominantly conservative rule for damn near 40, 50 years. The country is inherently conservative. So that's why I still feel that... Well, that's why I felt that I was going to be, at best, a Labour minority. Now I'm thinking, boy, Rishi Sunak being, might have been elected a bit too late. He's competent. He's intelligent. And you can see from when he took over, the gap in the polls, and if you look at... Um, and this is polling how voters intend to vote. It was like a 30% gap between Labour and Conservatives. And Rishi jumped in, what, October-ish, October-ish, November-ish, 2022? It that gap has now halved. So there's still a 15, 13, 15% gap. So he's trending in the right direction. But is he going to get there quick enough to make 2024 competitive? I uh, don't know. And also, some people feel he's an Asian man. Are the British people ready to vote in an Asian man? Especially those more on the right leaning side of politics, who, of course, meant, are meant to be Tory voters. Uh, no. If I'm, if I'm a betting man, I have to follow the, the evidence seen so forth and go for Labour majority. We could have a Labour, and this will be a historic failing of Boris Johnson. Because it won't be Rishi's fault. If the Conservatives got rid of Boris Johnson during the pandemic, like they should, they would have won an extraction easy. Easy peasy, lemon squeezy. Maybe if they even got Rishi instead of Liz, Liz Truss. Because remember, Liz Truss and Kwasi Kwarteng, they destroyed the economy. And I knew, I was saying from July, these lot, Liz Truss sounds dumb, respectfully. She sounds dumb. What she's saying doesn't make sense. Lo and behold, economy destroyed. <laughs> We're still facing the, the remnants of this. People's, people who are renewing their mortgages are getting crushed because of, of how high interest rates have gone. Crushed. One of my good boys, his mortgage has gone up four bills. Four bills. That's 400 pounds for those who don't know London colloquialism. Where are people getting 400 pounds from if their margins are tight? It's crazy, nasty work. But yeah, that's what I believe is going to happen. This is why local elections matter. You get to, one, you impact your local environment. Bins being taken out, your kids' schools, your nieces, your nephews' schools, your little cousins' schools, libraries, the roads, so on and so forth. And also because they give an indication of how we are feeling as a public with regards to our government. Now, listeners, watchers on YouTube, I want you to comment below what you think is going to happen in the next election. Labour majority, Conservative majority, Labour minority, Conservative minority, and if so, what coalition governments do you see taking place? And on to the next episode, peace and blessings. 
Social Podcast Network.